You're listening to the Country Chat Podcast with your host, Dom. Subscribe, give a five-star rating, and follow us on Twitter at country underscore chat. And stay up to date. Hi there, you listen to the Country Chat Podcast with me, Dom. Today I've got two very special guests. The names are Alex and Lisa. They're from the Northern Sudanese. Hi, guys. Hi, Dom. Morning. Morning. How are you doing? Great. Yeah, we're good, thank you. Sun yeah. shining, feeling good. Yeah, you've been you've both been very busy recently with your um with your Instagram lives and your live streams. It's been fantastic yeah. to watch. Thank you. Yeah, we've we've tried to yeah through the lockdown we've tried to just keep as busy as we can and keep kind of feeding that you know need to to play music really. Yeah. yeah. Because, yeah, you was with um, Country in the UK and Bring... Country to UK, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and we're doing another one next week, live. Yeah, with live country sessions. Country sessions. Um, yeah, we've, yeah, we've just been yeah doing the rounds, really, and, it, and it's great that there's all of these platforms that you can still do that because, you know, it's, um, it's, a, it's a real... It's a difficult time to, to, to be in any profession at the moment but but the you know the music industry is definitely one of those that you know without live gigs and 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 places to play it's it's a really tough time to be able to still you know do what you love doing and it's great that there's all these platforms a lot of venues are doing live streams and 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 country platforms and it's great to just be uh yeah feeding that need to play music and getting your music out there and watching (laughs) <laughs> watching other people's music as well it's yeah. great you get to see live performances of people that you you wouldn't you'd have to usually yeah. and do you know what i love as well because obviously we just we just are with each other all day yeah like, no, yeah don't see anyone else yeah. so um like, i love it when we're cooking dinner or whatever and a live stream pops up and i'm like ooh, who's this while i'm stirring my yeah, eggs or whatever it's uh, i tuned in with you the other day on, on your live stream yes Instagram and I was just like oh this is lovely for a new <laughs> it's great it's great you can watch a, a, a live gig in, in your kitchen or your living room and yeah it's really it's really revolutionized the kind of yeah. music industry I think I'm a big I, fan know, it's great exactly that that's the main thing that I love is because we especially up north there's not many gigs it's all mainly down south around London around Brighton around Bristol and in York especially, I know we get a couple of gigs, like um, the Shires and Twinnies were supposed to come. And it's great to see so many new acts. It's brilliant. I love it. Absolutely, absolutely. It's really good. main reason why I wanted to start off with the live, the live shows is because on one of the comments we talked about um, your egg shaker, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I have a, a very um, big confession to make, and that is that I completely forgot to bring it here. <gasps> and I was going to shake it for you, and I completely forgot, and it's at home. Because uh, we're in Manchester this weekend, visiting our besties. Um, but my egg shaker, <laughs> you know, I'm just such, I have such an, an attachment. <laughs> you love, 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 just love shaking something, don't you? Because, right, percussion is very important and um, doesn't get enough recognition, recognition <laughs> in in the uh, country music scene. Absolutely. No, you're so right. And usually, when we, when we, when we first started out gigging, you always had a tambourine. Yeah. And like, you've kind of transitioned into the egg <laughs> Just covering I, all the percussion. Yeah. 
all two of the percussional instruments. But um, you got me my red tambourine. But like a tambourine is a lot yeah. when it's two of you. And we do gigs. And if people were stood near us, yeah. they'd be like, oh, you know, you can all see you them. Yeah, all you get is that tambourine beat. Um, <laughs> But with live streaming, we've got to be so careful because if your internet connection isn't great, our end, the egg shaker is, I mean, it's all over the place anyway. But when it's like... <laughs> it's if, not. <laughs> if, it, if the internet like buffers or whatever, oh my gosh, it sounds awful because it's completely out of time. <laughs> like offbeat. Um, so yeah, it's a real dedication yeah. to my egg shaking craft and then... And we felt we felt yeah. the tambourine was probably a bit too much for the neighbours as well. Yeah, Because um, yeah. that's the strange thing as well. It's suddenly a new thing to be doing a live gig and also being conscious about the amount of noise you're making. Yeah, yeah. the neighbour, especially when you're in kind of a terrace house or you know it's uh, or in a flat. Yeah, you've kind Which of we have been this yeah, whole time. Absolutely. So you're trying to do it as as, <laughs> energetically, as quietly yeah. as possible. So when we were in. Um, London, we had a, a neighbour below us who we could literally hear clearing his throat. Like, yeah. it yeah. literally, wow. just walking around must have been a pain. So, when we released my page in um, May, no. we did quite a few lives. Yeah. Um, and he literally, we mentioned it, we were like, we're going to have to stop now because <laughs> we think the neighbours are going to kill us. Um, so, <laughs> the egg shaker is me like, Finding a quiet rhythm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant. It just adds that little something to it. It's, it's, I, lo I, love, I love guitar, but the egg shake, I think it's my new favourite right. instrument. I think we could probably sack off guitar. We probably could. We probably could. We could just do a cappella with the egg just shaker. Just two vocals and an egg shaker. Egg yeah. Maybe that could be our new thing. Or change that bio. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you two are that good. I reckon you could pull it off. I absolutely love what you've been doing. Thank, thank you very you. much. Thank you. It means the world. Thank obviously. you. And we, thank you so much for reviewing. Oh, your you, review yeah, is it was so lovely. lovely. For Niagara Falling, yes. It was such it's such a great song. It is it's beautiful. Thank you. It was um it was I, I love singing that song. Like yeah. and I don't I don't mean that in a um I, I'm like, oh, we wrote it. But, like, there's just something really nice about where it sits yeah. in, in our lives Absolutely. and in the, vocally and the, the lyrics. I, to be fair, I you you co-wrote on this one. Yeah. You wrote a lot of it. Well, the thing is, well, we usually, the, the, the way we usually tend to write, and it's kind of happened naturally, we never sat down and decided how we were going to go about writing music no but lisa tends to write the lyrics mm -hmm. and then i put the, the music to it but yeah. um and that's and that's because i'm i'm a real kind of perfectionist in in the sense that <laughs> i so i i will write i've got so many unfinished songs that i write down and i won't um, like, oh, I won't. Right. I won't show them to Lisa mm. until I feel like it's a finished song, and then it ne and that never ends up happening. Yeah. Whereas Lisa's really good at just you know throwing it all down and then going right here it is. Let's let's work on it, yeah. and then we kind of start picking it apart and 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 tweaking it, and yeah. and then and then put some music to it. And with this one, it it just really I think the 
the inspiration behind this one made it so yeah. so much easier to write. It just really naturally yeah. happened, didn't it? Do we have time for a backstory? Oh, we got <laughs> plenty of time for a backstory. <laughs> Go on. So, um, my three years ago, my dad had a liver transplant. Yeah. Which is unreal. The fact that we can take something out of someone someone's body and move it into someone else's body and like yeah. plumb it in is just <laughs> amazing, like scientifically. Yeah. And then emotionally, the fact that a family at a really horrendous time would agree to give their their family members or friends or, you know, their organs to someone else is just, that blows my it's mind. It's incredible, yeah. Um, and my dad had been quite ill for quite a while. From me being about 11, he'd had multiple surgeries, multiple amounts of time off. He'd had cancer twice. It was like such a roller coaster. Um, so we're all sitting in the waiting room, um, the family room, when he finally had his surgery. And he'd amazingly, after, I mean, 15 plus years of, of all these trials and tribulations, he was on the waiting list for 10 days and he got a liver. Oh, like, wow. So it's incredible. It was, it was, it was, it was really like he, it was, he was so, so lucky. It, so it's incredible. Everything just kind of fell into place. Yeah. Perfectly. Um, and we're, we're from Birmingham, so they live really near the Birmingham QE. Yeah. So that, that helped massively being a local. So he got a few kind of, um, uh, calls, false alarms because he lives so close. They said you might get, cause we know you're there and ready to go. Anyway, so fast forward, we're in the we're in the waiting area and we're all kind of, it's like three o'clock in the morning and they obviously, before you go in, they tell you all the risks, they tell you all the percentages and it is terrifying. Yeah. Because uh, so many things that could happen, you, you could, if, if they, if, if they get, you know, to the point that they need to do the transplant and, and there's something not quite right or or the liver reject the body rejects the liver or you know you're suddenly in yeah. a situation where they can't put the old liver back yeah, in you yeah. can't <laughs> <in>. <laughs> you wouldn't want that liver back um so uh basically my mum turned to us and was like so if he survives this we're going on holiday yeah and she- and yeah. we're all just like, let that sink in. Um, and then we, the surgeon came out. We sh- I remember shaking his hand. Yeah. And he had such strong hands. Like, like you know, when someone's yeah. got a really fierce yeah. face. And I was like, yeah. He was in safe hands. Yeah. If this bloke can crush my little hand. Yeah. He, he definitely did a good job. And so we saw Dad. And <clears throat> fast forward kind of. I mean, he made an amazing recovery. Yeah, he, it was just he had a, a like genetic liver disease. It wasn't ever no, um, no. I, he wasn't ever a big drinker, which seems so unfair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was just one of those. It was yeah. just one of those things. So um, we he was out of hospital within a week. He just had the most amazing, amazing recovery, and he's like a new man now. Wow. So anyway, we went on this amazing holiday to Niagara Falls as a family. And we were still in London. We never found time. We'd never been on a family holiday. No, because we're both we're both actors as well as musicians, and working every other job under the sun to kind of um, make those jobs work. Yeah, yeah. Never found the time. Not that it wasn't a priority. It was just like it just seemed impossible to scheduling wise to ever have time together to go for a holiday. So we went on this holiday, and we were at Niagara, and I remember being on the Maid of the Mist. And like we were just so 
happy, weren't we? Like, we were all so... Um, yeah. It was like, you know when you're in the moment and you make a conscious thought of, I'm going to remember this forever? Yeah, yeah. It was- Incredible. It was just so and it, cool. And it put everything into perspective. You know, you're in this incredible place um, with with the people you love, uh, mm-hmm. and especially when, you know, there was a, a very high, high chance. chance that you might not have been yeah. anywhere yeah. with those people. Yeah. It kind of made us realise, you know, we don't we don't have a lot of money. Yeah. We're, we're all we're working twelve different jobs. To, yeah. to pay the rent and make the career we want to do work. Yeah. yeah. So fortunate to be in this place with the people we love. Yeah. That, you know, we felt, you know, we need to, we need to write this, we need to write a song. Like the song almost wrote itself. Yeah. And, you need to celebrate those, the little things in life and, and that, you know, that love is, isn't, isn't defined by wealth. It's not about how much money you can give somebody or the things you can buy somebody or you know it, it's about the the memories you make and those yeah. shared experiences and being able to just be in a place and be present yeah being yeah. present oh somebody, my gosh yeah um is is so important. you know you can't you can't like your, your your parents have both both of our parents have a really you know um great kind of moral compass in terms yeah. of Family. You know, you can't fam, fam, family. You know, the importance of family and yeah. love and telling people you love them, but also that you know you can't take that money with you. Yeah, you yeah. Know, exactly. You, you, you know, it's not. It's about you know you don't want to have any regrets when you look back and yeah. you know I was too worried about this and that and and yeah. getting to this place and that promotion and this and and I missed out on all that time with yeah. when I had that chance with those people. So yeah, that's that's where the inspiration and- for the. Totally. Yeah. And I was gonna you when you were at drama school you had someone come in and, and chat with you or didn't you? And he was it was an actor who was saying, You'll miss all your mates' weddings, you'll miss all the family events because your craft requires you to yeah. you know, miss out on everything. Yeah, you've got to be able to drop everything and just go. And go and do the job and and I just thought, you know what, I lo- I love this industry, I love what I do, it's my passion. But it's only a passion because of the people that you can share it with yeah. and that can go on that journey with you, especially music for us is, is, you know, it's tied up with so many memories. You can link a place, <laughs> a memory or a person or a place yeah. with, with a song or an artist or, yeah. or a line or a lyric. Yeah. It's not, you don't, you, you want to share those things yeah. with those people and, I just remember you coming home and being like, well, I don't want to be anything like him. <laughs> I don't want to be anything. No. And then I think that was the summer when we had uh, in our friendship group at uni, like four of our couple friends got married in the yeah. same... A consecutive like, weekend. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> and um, we couldn't work, could we? We couldn't get any summer work because of our, the way that it tied in with the weddings and we just weren't available. And we were like, well, that's just what we've got to do then. Yeah, we're what? just going to have to make up the money somehow next yeah. month. But we're going to be at all those Absolutely. weddings. Absolutely. We never because... want to look back and, and think, oh, we wish we'd been there. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, yeah. The, that's the worst yeah. thing is looking at those photos of other people that have oh, enjoyed yeah. something. You think, oh, I wish I did that. I just, why didn't I do it? Definitely. Definitely. I think the, there's the, the worst regret is is the regret of something you didn't do yeah i'd much rather do something and go well that didn't work out or that was silly 
But at least I gave it a go. Exactly. Uh, and at least I did it, or I was there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Wow, there's, there's so much more to Niagara Falling than what was on your EPK. <laughs> Yeah, on your um, press release, I've just been trying to find it now. Um, you mentioned that it's the idea and the inspiration came off going from uh, coming from holiday from seeing Niagara Falls, and obviously you can understand the whole sheer scale of everything. But then, when you throw everything else into the mix, wow, it really does add that emotional yeah. depth to it. Yeah, thank you, and I think that's why we love singing it so much because it's. Um, this, there is so much tied into it for yeah. us. It's, it is a real, you know, when we sing it, you do, it brings back that roller coaster of a yeah, time. Yeah. But then I also, we also hope that it, it is also relatable for people for as people. well. You know, it, yeah. it is that the core of it is that, is that message that, you know, our belief that it is about making memories and shared experiences and, yeah. and just being with that person. It's that person you can, or people that you can just be with like we're, we're visiting you know two of our best friends at the moment shout out georgia and tom we are um, no we're wifi. currently using their wi-fi <laughs> in their living room um socially distancing of course yeah um and uh they're we you know we love being with them because you can just be yeah, you know nobody's trying yourself. to fill the silence or trying and you know they're the people you want to give your time to and, and be with uh yeah. You can just be together and appreciate the little things and nothing needs to be a, a big grand gesture. It's no. just, yeah. and the shared experiences you've had and the memories and when you can just sit and laugh about the things that you did. Yeah, and it's, yeah they're, they're the people that you want to make time yeah. for. Yeah, exactly. The, the relationships and the friendships and just family in general, you know, where you can just be yourself. I love that. Absolutely. That's fantastic. Thank you. Now... I've seen on your EPK that you had a second collaboration with London and Bangkok-based producer, Naughty yeah. Sankum. Did I say yeah. that right? You did. Obviously, you did. my page must have been the first one. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Niagara Falls is your second one. What's it like working with him? He's amazing. Like, he... We, it was fate. When he... We, we found each other on Facebook, didn't we? Yeah. And obviously, we saw his name was North. And we were like shook. We yeah, were like, like yeah. what? Northern souvenirs. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's fate. And um he's just a great guy. He um <clears throat> he had a lot of time for us and, and I mean we can waffle and he listened to everything that we said <laughs> and um, he pulled in just a great team of musicians yeah. and he he um he was just the perfect amount of um giving great advice and listening to what we wanted and changing the, the plan because you set off all these ideas at the beginning of a session and then obviously things change. Um, <clears throat> and in the recording of Niagara Falling, uh, I was I said this in an interview recently, didn't I, that um, we obviously, when you record, you do it to a click track yeah. and it's very regimented and it's all about like the science of the music <laughs> rather than the, the vibe of the song that kind of comes later. <clears throat> and we'd done a few takes, hadn't we? And we were like, North, we're not feeling it. And he was like, yeah, sound shit. This is <laughs> what we want. Um, and we kind of had a break and he was like, do you know what? Let's just go for a take, start to finish. I'm not going to stop you. Whatever happens, happens. 
um, just close your eyes, pretend you're at a gig, yeah. just like really listen to yeah. each other and just go. F and we were like, okay, cool. And we literally, we must have looked like right idiots. We like had our eyes <laughs> shut, like dancing yeah. around. And then we obviously, it was just two vocals and Alex's guitar. And we finished the tape. And he was like, he came over on, you know, the little intercom. He was like, yeah, I think we've got it. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. So the the bed, the kind of body or the, the skeleton of the track is literally all in one take. Yeah. Live. That's brilliant. Because um, we, you know, we are, we're live performers at our core, aren't we? We're yeah. both, we're both theatre actors and you know live musicians you know we started off you know playing in little pubs and restaurants and yeah. clubs and open mic nights and busking and Edinburgh Fringe. and doing the Edinburgh Fringe yeah. going up and down the Royal Mile playing on all the you know little, little pop-up busking, busking spots <laughs> and um you know it's that and and especially with a song as well that is so it's a story like we we love telling stories through music and it yeah. is a it's a story from start to finish and it yeah. and it felt right performing it as a story from start yeah. to finish live yeah. and I think it really helped bring across you know the the, the sentiment like, and the emotion mm. behind it because we are telling that continuous yeah. story and he was so brilliant at accommodating that and yeah. really bringing that out of us and, and I think it's the sign of a really great producer is in that he he didn't um push his ideas on us he really mm. was a, you know we use the word collaboration because it, really, it was. really was yeah he was throwing his ideas and we were throwing <clears throat> ideas back and we found you know the, the happy medium between yeah. and he really understood where we were coming from as performers and writers and yeah. and that we wanted to tell this story and, um and then he called the team of musicians oh. together he was like i'm hearing this i'm hearing this i, I know some people i'll make some calls and then um, I'd been, and we uh, we didn't record in one kind of continuous, we didn't have like a week or anything. We did it in little sessions. Yeah, over. jobs and days off we had and little hour, a couple of hours we had here and there. Probably the EP was done in a year, a year wasn't it? Like on and off. Yeah, probably, yeah, yeah, probably, yeah, into, yeah. So um, he was, North said, you know, I'm hearing this music, I'm hearing this, I'm hearing this. And <laughs> let's do this date and come in. And I was like, oh, I'm working in the morning. Can Al, Al can you go and, and listen and, yeah. and meet the meet them all? And I, I was like, oh, I can't get out of this shift. Oh, no. Teaching yeah. um, arts and crafts. Um, for anyone listening in London, Art Barn is an amazing place to take your undermines. Um, yeah. Very friendly staff. Um, I don't work there anymore, but it, we were well, wonderful. We were, we were <laughs> yeah. working there, um, so I'm literally covered in paint, like making clouds or whatever with these little dribbly kids. Obviously, pre-pandemic. Yeah. And and Alex, my I've had loads of missed calls, and I looked at my phone, and Alex in like capital letters was like, "Get here now!" <laughs> um, and I rang him, and I was like, "What's happened? Is everything okay?" And you were literally like. I could hear the emotion in his voice. He was like, you have to come here right now. This is amazing. Can you hear? And I could hear them. They were in the studio and I could hear them playing through yeah. the fire. And I was like, I'm on my way. They were just, <laughs> they were just riffing away. And it was, it was, it was, the whole process was amazing because we, it just shows the power of, of social media as well. There's a lot of negative aspects to social media and, and you do yeah. come up with it and, 
and you know but there's a lot of positives as well and we as lisa said we found north our producer through facebook he was um graduating from a music production course and was looking for a band to work with as kind of his first project project his first his first uh, recording session as a producer and and it came at the perfect time for us we were we were at the same point in our two kind of careers yeah um, and it started off as as just doing these kind of rough demo tracks we thought this yeah. is great we'll go in and work with him and we'll lay down some demos and then we've got them to send to people and to to have and and that'd be great and as we went on it the, the relationship the collaboration kept building and Blossomed. and and <laughs> Yeah. And, and everything carried on building and as Lee says you know we got this call saying I, I know these guys I know these brilliant musicians I'm going to ask them to come in and, and and we didn't know what to expect we didn't know whether you know who these guys would yeah. be and 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 so I so Lee's had to work and I went along and 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 North had sent them our vocals and, and guitar and he'd also said he'd asked us do you have a, a, a country singer or a track that is the kind of inspiration for the sound because we obviously knew how we in, a, in an ideal world would want it to sound with bass and lead guitar and drums and so we sent a, a, a track by a, a country singer called Mo Pitney yeah um, and it was a track called uh, Come Do a Little Life that's one of our favourite country songs yeah. which again has a really similar sentiment about yeah. enjoying the little things in life yeah. and not sweating the small stuff and um we sent that track saying this is the kind of you know this it, in an ideal world this would be the kind yeah. of sound it's it's raw you know real old school country yeah. telling really yeah. you know and um and so i walked in on, on the morning into the recording studio and the three guys were there uh, ed james jordan who was on the drums chris hampson who was on guitar and billy morell who was on bass and you know shook everyone's hand and said lovely to meet you and they had <laughs> Thanks so much for you know, wow, they, and they had they had their sheets, you know, they had... They'd done charts. They'd done charts for our song based on our track and the inspiration. And I was like, oh, wow, okay, these these, these guys are really prepared. I thought they were just going to come in and have a bit of a jam. And like, okay, cool. So I went in I went in with North and, and those guys went in and, you know, put the headphones on and, and North played our vocals and guitar and they just started playing and, and I just... You were shocked, weren't you? I was like, this is exactly what we had in our heads. Yeah. That's brilliant. That must be and so they, surreal. Absolutely, it was. It was really surreal. And they'd all worked together before, and they knew each other, and they played live together and done That's studio big sessions. Deal. Together. Like, they're really they've cool. They've, cool. They've stuff. played for some great artists and and West End shows, and we just thought this is incredible. We and, were like, "Why are you here? Why are you doing this? <laughs> what, 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 what? You know, we were doing are our songs. Yeah, this is crazy." <laughs> and um, and they played the the first time they played the track. It was just. Unreal, Amazing. It? And um, they'd all, you know, they have them having conversations like, oh, uh, Ed, you know, after this, after the bridge here, maybe if you do this little drum, you know, and, and oh, yeah, if you do this fill here, and I was thinking this lead here. And, you know, they'd, they'd, talk, they'd, they'd yeah. chatted about it before, and it was incredible. And they, they came in, and this is probably, the, if, when, when, if they listen to this, they'll probably, Hi guys, they'll probably, be, probably be laughing, because I, they came in after they'd done about three takes of it, and they came in and sat down. And North said to me, oh, Alex, have you got any um, feedback for the guys? You know, any any <laughs> points, anything you want to change? And I, I literally said, you know, I was thinking, you know, I, I, need, to, I, need, I, need, to, I need to say something really profound and clever here. Really, you know, you know, come across like I really... And I just, I said, look, guys, I really wish I had something 
constructive and profound to say, but that was just yeah. really, that was just amazing. Like, just keep doing that. Just do it again. I was just so bowled over by how, you know, they were playing on our track and it was just yeah. incredible. And, and Lisa got herself over and... Oh, I cried by Lisa out as soon as I arrived. It was amazing. Yeah, they, they, were, they were really, really amazing to work with and such brilliant guys. And um, yeah, yeah we're so we're so... We're so privileged to have them on yeah. on the track. Yeah, yeah. So that that it, must be weird. That must be such a great feeling. Not like weird in a bad way, but weird in like that yeah. shock sense. That absolutely. Yeah, because absolutely. as well because we trained as actors, you know, not first. We've always been doing music stuff, but that was like our formal training. Yeah. Alex went to GSA, and I went to Royal Scottish. And part of your training is to critique everything you do. Like every move you make, you're going, is this grounded in truth? Am I playing this authentically? Was that technically correct? You know, and you, you've constantly got this voice in your head literally yeah. annihilating you because to be a critical artist, that's kind of a skill that you need to access. But like as a perfectionist, and I, I am too, that can totally run away with you. So... To, you have to check yourself and we were in the studio and I was like no we, this is a good song we do deserve these guys to be here yeah like it's all it, and it feels weird because you I was there like why are they here yeah what what is so <laughs> about us that they come in they've bothered to come in and and um and do this and and you've got to quiet that voice and be like shh yeah, it's not really, about you today, voice. Yeah, just really, just really, <laughs> don't get yourself. Really believe in yeah. that instinct that you have. I think that's what you 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 really because that's the one thing that sets you apart as an artist of any type is you can do all the training and have all the techniques and and yeah. go to drum school or music school or whatever it is, but actually, what sets you apart from everyone else is what you instinctively do yeah, as a performer, so as an artist. You can't. Nobody else has that. And I think that's what you learn after you've done that kind of formal training is going, right, I've got this kind of toolbox of, of, of things, but I now need to dig back out what, what yeah. took me there in the first place, which is what I do that nobody yeah. else does. Yeah. And we, we chatted with the guys afterwards and we, you know, we, we brought a load of crisps and donuts. And I was like, donuts we need to And whatever, you know, proper, proper, you know. Um, back in the day when you could share snacks. Absolutely. I can't oh. remember it. It's so long ago. And we said to the, you know, we said to them like, "Thank you so much for coming." Like, honestly, we're we're so grateful that you're here doing this. And they all said, you know, don't don't be daft. You know, we're here because we loved the song, and we it was something that we wanted to put our names on. You yeah. know, we want part of this, and that was such a look. You know, go, yeah. oh wow, okay, yeah, okay, that's yeah. maybe it is, it is a it is a good you know yeah. it is a good song, and and it is something that you know, these guys wanted to be part yeah. of and that's that was really cool. So nice. Um and we're still in touch with them all and they're Ed's you, had a baby. Yeah, Ed's had a little baby oh. and you know, it's they're all they're great guys and, and we can't wait when when all of this is is over and we're in a much more um safe place. Certain. Yeah, and, and things can happen again. We're yeah. gonna do a when we've got our we've got two more tracks to release as a as a four track E P and yeah. and we wanna do a a, a release gig, night. a launch night, yeah. and and those guys are going to play on the on the tracks live, which would be amazing to get yeah. get them all together again. That's brilliant. That was that was going to be my next question. Really, was I know 
you mentioned like it's going to come out on an EP, you know, how many tracks was it going to be? Can you tell us anything about the new tracks? Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh, I'd actually love to. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we met in uh, Lancaster, at Lancaster Uni. Yeah. Um, in 2011. Yeah. And basically, the, we said this the other day when we were driving, the EP is a really um, good summary of our time together from that point until now. Yeah. So the other two tracks... Um, Will we say the names? This is yeah, this is an exclusive. Why not? Um, they're called Regent Street and Clocking Up Miles. Ooh. And um, Regent Street um, is named because basically when we first got together um, romantically, <laughs> um, Alex lived on Regent Street. And weirdly, his dad also went to Lancaster Uni. And we found out when Alex moved in, obviously your parents were there and Steve Alex's dad was like hang on a minute this is the street I lived on when I was here yeah so I that mean huge but it was weird that yeah. you both lived on Street. um it's a very long long it's a really long road terraced houses terraced houses and um we'd always I'd I'd come to you because your house was bigger and better yeah and, yeah and then um, I'm very um I'm a martyr and I will make all the effort. <laughs> wow. wow. Um, and, I, and, see, and I was on the completely other side of town, so it was about a 20-minute walk, and it would rain every time. Oh, it's like the I'd rainiest time. Oh, no. It's constantly raining. So this song is literally about me walking to Regent Street in the rain yeah. and, like, Alex being in. Alex is a great cook, so he'd be cooking up something pretty special. Every Thanks. time. Um, <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> and then, um, but then I'm I'm a year I'm a year older, so I obviously left um, while you were still in Lancaster. Yeah. So it's kind of about that change of we had our routine of you know every, every whatever like on this specific night in the rain I'd walk to yours and we'd have our have our nice little date night or whatever, and then I left and. And it was like, I was so sad. Leaving yeah. Lancaster literally broke my heart. I'm still not well, because, over it. Yeah, because we that's where we met. And that it's not where we it's where we met and fell in love. Oh, um, that's so sweet. But it's also where we started performing together and, and making music together, yeah. writing together Sounds. and gigging together. It's all of our best friends. All of we, our best we friends. met there, and we're still friends with now. We're in their house right now. We're in their house right now, and every, every you know, everything that is, um, everything that that defines. Yeah, it's like your defining as moment. A, as happened a, yeah, it happened in that place, and on, on the, a lot of it happened on that street, and the walk up and down that street, yeah. and you know, it, we uh, I used to run an open mic night on a Thursday night um, in a bar in in Lancaster called uh, Dalton Rooms. And um, shout out Dalton Rooms. Shout out Dalton Rooms. I also shout out. Uh, terrible um, cocktail maker. <laughs> very briefly. And that was where we started. That was the place where we started. You know, it was a great open mic night. It was such a great place to start. You know, trying out your material and yeah. and, and trying out these kind of combinations and harmonies and and uh, yes, yeah, so that's where it all started. And, and a lot of you know the time we'd you know come you know go back to to my my house after you know so. And and it always rained in Lancaster. It was a it rained know, every all day. the time. 
So all of those kind of, it kind of sums up our time in, yeah. in that place and that part of our life in that song. Uh, so that's that's a really lovely song. And then... Um, Clocking Up Miles. Clocking Up Miles is the first song we ever wrote together. Yeah. Um, and it's about... Tra- it's about always... So we... It's the wedding season. Yeah, that's so we... we so we... we so we met together in this. We met together in Lancaster, as we say. Uh, but after, from that point on, we were always at different parts of our life, doing diff- and living in different places. So there was a yeah. period of time where we were long distance. For Lisa, like four years. Lisa was living in Glasgow, and I was still in Lancaster. Oh wow! Before that, you were down in Canberra, in, Canberra in, in Sussex, near right on the the south coast, and I was still in Lancaster. And then I moved down to Guildford in Surrey. While you were I back, moved to London. you were in London. Then and I moved to China. You went to China. For th- yes, there's, there's, there was a big, a big portion of our life together, which wasn't we, physically together. We lived yeah. in either different parts of the country or different countries entirely, um, and and it became our whole relationship just became a series of train rides, flights, bus. drives, bus rides, tube rides, yeah, um, and. This song is about no matter you know. There's a lyric in it that's um, got more train tickets in my pocket than loose change, because all of the money we had, we were spending on travelling to see yeah. each other. So it got to a point where we we literally had more train tickets than we had, you know, old mm-hmm. train tickets than we had money. Yeah. And um, you go, you know, when you go into your wallet or whatever to get like a, you know, a some pay for something, and, and, yeah. and you. Were- all those orange tickets. Back in the day when you had actual <laughs> ticket and not yeah. mobile ticket. Um, um, but yeah, like you just have heat loads of tickets everywhere. They were all over the house. Like yeah. it was overwhelming. Um, but yeah, it's just a song about travelling around to each other yeah. and um we there was like verse two. I can't remember now where we were going, but you know like a table seat on a train. Yeah. We sat down and there was a couple already sitting there. And we literally sat down and he was like, do you guys want a drink? And we were like, yeah, okay. And he put the <laughs> red wine and some plastic cups. And we had the most lovely like two hour journey yeah. with them, just drinking red wine and chatting about all sorts of stuff. And then they literally were like, well, this is us. Have a great life. And they and we nev- we didn't exchange contact. No, no. Details I, or anything. Oh, no. I don't even think we told each other our names. No, I think I don't it know was the just, it's one of those, I think, Train rides are a really, um, they're a real incredible thing. It's yeah. almost like a vacuum in time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You have these interactions with people on trains, on platforms, or on the on in the train carriage. Yeah. And you start these conversations with people. Either it's about the book that they're reading. You say, oh, "I've read that book before. What do you think of it?" Or, yeah. or where are or, you going today? Or a funny yeah, or a funny thing happens down the carriage, and you both laugh at it and acknowledge mm-hmm. each other, and then you have a chat about it. Or or you're with another couple who offer you a, a drink yeah. of red wine. Or and it you was have a lovely red. It was really nice. Was and, and you break <laughs> up these conversations and have these these meetings with people these kind of uh, moments in time that you never replicate again and you'll probably never yeah. see that person again. Yeah. But you remember that moment. Yeah. And it was a complete chance meeting and you have this wonderful kind of hour or two hours. That's so or, nice. And so that's a part of it as well and these kind of people you meet on journeys. And, yeah. and then the kind of the tie-up of the song is the fact that no matter where you are in the world or what, what journey you're on or what flight you're on or which motorway you're driving down, 
every road always leads back to home. Yeah. And and home is wherever the people you love are. Wherever they are waiting for you. That's yeah, happens. that's home. And there's always a way of getting back home. Yeah. Um, so that's that's that song. Yeah. Which is one of our favourites to sing as yeah. well. And we, um, this is another exclusive. We recorded these, um, well, we recorded Coughing Up Miles and Niagara Falling with one of my uh, good friends, Ryan Kerwin Films. Um, and we recorded them a couple of weekends ago at the Town and Gown Pub and Theatre in Cambridge. Yeah. Um, we're going to be releasing those very soon. Yes, yeah, so, so they're kind of acoustic sessions filmed in the the theatre bar there, um, it's where we're about to go and work. So we're about to start working as the as two of the assistant managers at this new venue, the Town and Gown Pub and Theatre, which is going to be a pub and theatre in the uh, centre of Cambridge. Yeah. Uh, Very cool. And it's really cool and it's still being refurbed at the moment, but it's almost finished and hopefully we'll be able to open it very soon. Uh, so we're going to be living and working and playing music in Cambridge. Um, and we thought, this, the theatre bar is really cool. There's exposed brick and there's really bright windows and lovely light. And, yeah. and we thought, how cool would it be to do a little acoustic session in here and play a couple of the tracks from the EP, just really stripped back, just the two of us. Yeah. Um, and Ryan's brilliant filmmaker and actor so and does a lot of show reels and, and voice short reels scenes and, and voice scenes. reels. And he came and you, he, he got in contact with you, hadn't he, and said, yeah. I'm, you know, I want to start recording musicians doing these little live sessions and we thought great come we on we bit his hand off <laughs> yeah, absolutely we'll so yeah so we're going to be releasing those in the next few weeks they're really cool because it's a different take on because the tracks on the ep as you've heard with the niagara fall in a you know have you know the production brilliant and and there's these fantastic artists playing on them they really brings the whole sound to life and, yeah. and it's incredible but we also wanted to release a couple of the songs yeah where it's stripped back and yeah. it's kind of back to the, the core of what it would have been when we wrote it in mm. one of our bedrooms or a living room yeah. or on a train or wherever it was that we did it so yeah that's really exciting yeah so we'll be releasing those very very soon definitely stand by my statement in the review then saying that if anything's like niagara falling it's going to be a fantastic ep so that just sounds amazing it sounds oh, thank, you. thank you thank you really excited for it now thank you mentioned you had a little phrase in there that I absolutely loved, and it's a vacuum in time. That'd be a fantastic song title. <laughs> right, right, writing it down. That's, that's on the next album, then. <laughs> the, the, I know it can be very difficult for long-distance relationships, but it almost gives you that sense of purpose, you know, that destination. I just I love that whole, the whole clocking up miles, and I love Regent Street. The premise behind it all... It's fantastic. I love it. I'm really excited. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's um, and that's the the title of the EP is going to be Next Stop, which is that 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 kind of you know it ties it every all of the yeah. songs together, which is that you know traveling and and always being on the road and yeah. and to get to the the people that you love and yeah and that that we've spent so much of the last eight years traveling in between places yeah. but like you say that really does we wouldn't have inspiration for a lot of our songs if it wasn't, if it wasn't for that for... those mm. scenarios and, uh, and we really do being performers as well we love writing songs that tell stories and that's yeah. why we, that's why country music s speaks to us so much is that three chords in the truth it really but it really is it, it's, <laughs> it's one of the only genres where 
It's not about two words that rhyme. No, it's yeah. not about it's not about rhyming, and it's not about having a catchy tune or having you know a, a, a excessive amounts of, of production. It's it's about the the lyrics of the song and the story that's being told, and and the, the places and the people. Yeah. And I really love that about this genre of music, and it really speaks to us. And we're really lyrical people. Mm. You know, a lot of the songs that we love, uh, you can really relate to the lyrics and the story and yeah. we wanted to and i hate it when um i feel like people sometimes can use really um oh, this sounds all i'm not articulating this but <laughs> these really big words or fancy words and they're not accessible but whereas i think because we've done a lot of work with kids sometimes a child will come out with the simplest thing like there's no big words they're just saying what they're thinking in their gut and you're like, that is so prolific, child. Yeah, so profound. Like, about using simple things and words that have a hook of emotion on them. Mm. Um, my parents always say this. Apparently, when I was little, I was really sad. And they were like, Lisa, what's wrong? And I must have been about three. And I was like, I just looked them dead in the face. And I was like, no smile in head. <laughs> <laughs> and they were, sh they were shocked. They were like, oh, my gosh, she's, such she's a genius. No smile in head. They were like, yeah, I know how that feels. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that thing of you've said something and I immediately know exactly what that feels like. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, I was a genius from a young age. <laughs> <laughs> that, um, that's crazy. That's, wow. No smile yeah. in head. That is, that is really, really striking. Yeah. yeah. Deep. Yeah. Deep. <laughs> it gets but you. It is, putting things in the simplest terms, you know, you don't need to... Uh, <laughs> It's so things are so much more relatable to people if you just yeah. say it how you feel it. If you say exactly yeah. what you're thinking and don't yeah. try and I don't know, think of a very clever way of saying it. Just, yeah, just say it. And I think yeah. that's it. It's telling simple stories because all of the stories in the songs are simple stories, yeah. but it's 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 everything that's tied up in them: the emotion and the memories and the yeah. people and the places. That's what makes them. That yeah. 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 I think we just all try and get caught up in the moment of trying to look smart yeah, yeah. definitely you know yeah. i've done i've done it before you know where i've been typing a review for somebody and i'll be thinking there's got to be a better word to use for that and then i just end up just spurling what is actually in my head and it usually goes all right yeah yeah i think i think yeah it's the honesty of it isn't it yeah. you know you can't you can't replicate that mm. yeah now it must be so weird coming from those open mic nights in Lancaster <laughs> to where you are now. It must be, you must look back and you must think, we have done a lot and there's so much more to come. Yeah, definitely. It, it, was, nice. it is. And it is lovely looking back because I think it's really, you know, it's, it's that phrase of, you know, don't forget where you've come from. And, yeah. and yeah. Um, we still absolutely are those we're still the same people that did the open mic nights and it's, yeah. and we, we really ground ourselves in that. And we're still, you know, we, um, it really shaped us mm. because we didn't, you know, we weren't, we had, we worked, we, you know, we started at that kind of, not the, I'm trying to think of the best way to phrase it. You know, you, you, it's that, it's the, it's the start of that journey, isn't it? Yeah. You doing and the open mic nights and busking is. So literally our first duo, was <laughs> oh, 
gosh, I'm cringing. So um, it was in a, a really lovely tapas restaurant in Lancaster called 1975. 
It's great, but like you love to hate it. Like high yeah. quality trash. High quality trash, exactly. And obviously, you know, there's a lot of big shows where people get loads of publicity and, and it's so easy for us to be like, oh, they've got so much <laughs> traction. I wish we had some of that. But, um, you know, I think whatever is in store in the future, I think, you know, we'll be happy playing the music that we have at any level, won't we? Like, well, exactly. We... Um, I, I, it's it's we do it because we love it, yeah. not because we need the praise or the absolutely or, or the um, gratification. Absolutely, you know, I think yeah. I think it's how you success, isn't it? It's how you measure success as a person, and I think yeah, you know, if if we 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 measure it by the fact that we can write our music, write our songs, and play them for people, yeah, and. The and if one that the, person yeah. in that room enjoys it, then, then exactly the fact the fact that some people want to listen to it. See is that, that that's perfect because you view music not as a source of income, which can almost dampen the whole meaning behind the music. You know, a lot of people can go for it you know, just for the monetary value, and yeah. it loses that sentimental value, that feel that you put into it. And when you do it for the love of it, you put a lot more into it. And yeah. Absolutely, and I, th I think... Um, but if anyone listening to this does want to pay us, we pay, will pay, take... Pay, pay, pay. We'll take the money. <laughs> but, uh, but, no, it's, um, but it's because you can get so tired, especially with things, especially with streaming music now, and, and when, yeah. when, you, yeah. you know, when you're on Spotify and you've got your artist account, and you can literally sit there on your phone on the app and see how, how many, many people, people have listened to it, how many people are listening now, where they're listening, how old they are, yeah. um, you know, which part of the world they're in, have they listened to your other songs, how many playlists you're on, yeah. and you can become obsessed with with <laughs> the figures and oh, okay, we've had three more listens in the you know, and it's and it becomes an obsession, and actually it ends up ruining the yeah. reason that you've done you it. it in, in you know, place. we we're so grateful to have had the opportunity to record an EP yeah. and put it out there. And have the means and the time to be able to do it because so many people don't so many people don't have that opportunity and we're just so you know it's success for us to be able to go we've done that that's yeah. there now we did that mm. we can all you know we're proud that we've done that yeah and the fact that a few people want to listen to it is is yeah. a bonus yeah it's it's wonderful because we just loved producing it and putting it out there and and we're so grateful and thankful for you know the support of our friends and family yeah. and 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 people like you, yourself who who have listened to it and enjoyed it and written about it and wanted to chat to us about it and that's that's a that's that's yeah. such a wonderful bonus to come out of it yeah so yeah that that's the reason why I love doing what I'm doing here is because you get to experience this this whole new world of music and actually when before when I used to listen to music I used to listen to like the melody and you used to just listen to and you'd feel the beat but when you do the reviews and whenever you actually speak to the artists like yourselves you actually get more involved and you feel more connected with the music and that's what I love about music is the connection and the whole imagining yourself in that situation now when I was listening to Niagara Falls and I was just picturing myself at the base of Niagara Falls looking mm -hmm. at the scale of it and just looking to like my partner next to me thinking wow where are yeah. we and yeah. it's it's the imagery that I love and the what you what you guys do, it's fantastic. Now, one thing I want to ask is, are you going to do some open mic nights in Cambridge? 
That is the plan. That is the plan, That's yeah. That's the plan, yeah, baby. Definitely. <laughs> so, yeah, we can't, we can't wait for the live music scene to, to start to reopen again and people yes. feeling safe uh, that they can go out and be in groups and watch live music because it is, it's a wonderful social thing to bring people together. You know, when yeah. you're in a room full of people and you're all sharing this experience together and yeah. you're all bonding with the music and the yeah. you know what brings you all together is the music that you're watching and, and listening to and yeah we can't wait to be part of that scene in Cambridge yeah, it's a place that we've good. you know we've we've the job has brought us to Cambridge it's never a place that we'd been to or lived in before so it's wonderful we can't wait to explore the, this the new city and and the and the live music scene and yeah it's gonna be really good and he won't say this but Alex is great at open mics like he is such you are you're Thank a really you. great host um and. I've been, we've both been to open mics where there's like a clique already and you feel like a bit of an outsider when you, when you get there or, yeah. or you like, you know, there is somewhere you've got to sign up weeks before or, you know, whatever. And I think one thing that Alex is really good at is making everyone feel very welcome. Um, and, uh, you know, it, I think, I mean, I'm, I'm excited as your partner you. to um, watch you connect with new musicians and and create a, a platform for other people too because not that oh my gosh like we're not no one knows who we are but like just for your to use your experience now to help other musicians because there are loads of young people in Cambridge you know and we it's a very musical it's a really lively city and whenever we go for walks there's people just sitting in the in the in the fields in the meadows just with a guitar yeah you know having a sing song it literally it's like something out of a film it's so quaint and um yeah i think i'm excited to watch that happen but all right how He's lovely oh bless but i think that's what that's what i love about open mic nights it's that chance to make artists feel welcome and, and create a network and a community and a place that you feel you can yeah. try something new try some lyrics that often are very close to your heart and, and you're really putting your heart on your sleeve. Yeah. And you need to know that the people around you aren't going to judge you. Yeah. And that whatever happens, when you play that last chord, the room is going to cheer and clap and well, make you feel great. You know what? There's there's nothing... One of, one, of, one of my biggest bugbears in life, not just in music, is when you're in oh, a venue... Oh, we've started oh, we've opened up a can of worms here. When you're in a venue, whether it be a restaurant or a pub, or a bar, or whatever it is, and there's live music playing, and that person finishes a song, and they're met with, with silence. silence. That must be horrible. And we've played in bars and restaurants where you're playing background music. Yeah. You're there to create an atmosphere. Nobody's there to watch you. Nobody, you know, nobody who walked into that bar that night for a cocktail or a meal came knew you were going to be there. there or came yeah. because you were playing. You just happened to be there playing background music. Um, and I get that you have been inflicted on those people, whether they wanted that or not. But it doesn't it doesn't take much to to, to clap after a song, or even if it's not your kind of music, or you weren't really into it, or you didn't really want it to be there at all. Like to acknowledge that somebody has really put themselves out there and put their heart on their sleeve, and and they're working as well. You know, it's a job for them. Yeah, and um, that might be their only income that gig that night. Yeah, that's very true. Just to give, just to give a little clap, and I feel, you know, I've been at open mic nights and gigs where somebody's finished a song, and I look around the room and nobody's even acknowledged, acknowledged that it's it. happened. And I'll make a point of, and one of the, th you know, what I, 
I, any open mic night I run, I'm, I, I have my phone just to record a few videos of them so I can share it and get them out, you know, like yeah. share it on social media and, you know, if people missed it or want to find out who that person was, they can. But I'm always, you know, I, I'm waiting at the end of the song to literally clap at the moment that because you you need you need that you need yeah. to sometimes it's that confidence to boost it is yeah. it is and because Alex is a great renter crowd like <laughs> but like it, when we when if we're out for drinks or whatever and I see there's a musician I'm 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 like I know he's gonna do it but in my head I'm like oh no because <laughs> he literally on his own will be like Woo! <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> I will make a point of, of being, the, if nobody yeah. else does in the room, I'll make, because I, we've been there. We've been in restaurants where nobody does. And have, you, have you seen that video that was going around at the start of lockdown about the clap, you know, the NHS clap? And yeah. everyone's around to check that everyone's <laughs> That's literally what yeah. he does. So he's passive aggressively eyeballing everyone. <laughs> acknowledging that musician. It doesn't, it doesn't take much, does it? And... You know, these, and it, it is a big thing that's come up out of lockdown. You know, a lot of a lot of um, industry, a lot of jobs have been underappreciated. Yeah, and, and we suddenly realise how 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 much we need and how fortunate we are to have the NHS, all the key workers, our teachers. Um, you know, the, the, shout out to teachers. Shout out to teachers. Oh, my oh definitely. Incredible, incredible job, especially people who are having to teach their class at home as well as homeschool their own kids and do all the other things that they need to do in life. It is incredible. But we, we've suddenly, re- you know, we've 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 been, you know, reawakened to the fact that we that we underappreciate these professions and also the arts. You know, people, and this is uh, this is what really riles me up when people don't clap in a, in a pub or a bar. I know. I'm so sorry. We've gone off on a real tangent. Here. I love but, um, it. But when, you know, you suddenly realise that everyone through lockdown, if they've been lucky enough to have a, a roof over their head and a TV, yeah. will quite happily watch, binge watch a series of Netflix. Or listen to Spotify or all listen day. To Spotify, or podcasts all day. You know, and, but, but the money needs to be there in the arts and in that industry, in the music industry, in the in the theatre industry, in the film industry. Support that. Museums. Exactly. Are, you know, that, you know, if music... And film and theatre and the arts are a huge part of our lives. It's what makes us human. You know, we love, we need that creativity in our lives. We all listen to music or listen to the radio or watch the TV or, you know, and and we've got to to put the money in there and we've got to support the people who make the things that we watch and listen to. But I think it's been quite eye-opening for people, um, especially in like radio for example people are like hang on a minute where's that radio show gone well surprise it's a person that has to come into work and 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 do their show and record that and make that happen and my dad's a radio presenter and it's so much work that goes into like an hour long show it's like three hours worth of prep as you full well know yeah and um you know i think it's a good thing in a way that we've had that that feeling of hang on a minute, Coronation Street's only doing like two shows a week. What? Why? Yeah. You know, 
industries need the money to entertain us. Absolutely. And I think, you know, it's it's incredible that people like yourself and, and, and radio presenters and community radio stations are still running from their homes, from their living rooms, their bedrooms. You know, they've hung a sheet up to, you know, to in a, yeah. in a spare room to try <laughs> soundproof and it's you know great. these these people are still making these stations and, and podcasts come out to us um through this incredibly uncertain and stressful time yeah. um and it's, it's an industry it's an industry that has been overlooked and underappreciated totally. as well as many others have been and i think you know tying this all back to the original argument i think the least <laughs> the least we can do in a bar or a pub is clap yeah like <laughs> Just to acknowledge that they've been, even if you didn't enjoy it, just acknowledge that that person is is there, is there? doing it for you and, and to make ends meet. Yeah. Sorry, that got very <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> I love it. I love I love it. That that Just before we actually start the podcast, I always say to my artists and the guests, feel free to go on tangents because that's what I love. I love these genuine stories and that's your genuine emotion. I mean, I yeah. totally relate. I mean, yeah. all it takes is for one person, you know, five people not to clap, and you'll you'll notice it, and oh. it could put you off from doing it in the future. It's absolutely, absolutely. If that's your first gig, oh, and you've gosh, really that, put yourself yeah. out there, it can absolutely knock your confidence because, like in any in anything, you automatically. I think it's human nature to be drawn to the negative. Yeah, no matter how much you try and stop it, if you've got if you've done a show, you know, we've both done stage shows theatre where you've got five good reviews and one bad review and the bad review is the one that sticks with you yeah exactly if you if you're performing to a bar full of people or a a pub full of people and everyone's ignoring it yeah or somebody's making a snide remark to somebody that's what you remember yeah i don't want you want you want young artists and young musicians who can could be the future of music or just love doing it and they've put all their emotion out into this song, or this is the paycheck that's going to pay their rent. You yeah. just want exactly. to look at how the people have just given a little clap yeah. and a smile. That really does yeah. make all the difference. I think just being thankful of every, like, I, I've, whenever I go into a supermarket now, the poor person that's on that front, um, what are the doors called? So the, the sliding doors. Sliding doors, doors, yeah. 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 I just, so important to the story. <laughs> but that poor person that stood in that doorway, like having to police people coming in and out, or you know, the the people in the in the restaurant or wherever they are, any key workers, I literally am like, thank you so much whenever yeah. I absolutely because that's such like people are doing things that they've never had to do before Uh, absolutely it's so unprecedented and they're putting themselves at risk yeah so just having that little connection of like thank you so much those doors beep every time they open and close that must be really annoying for you (laughs) yeah yeah raining outside everyone's angry thank you yeah kind person that could really make that person yeah you know yeah exactly i mean to go back to your point regarding like reviews and stuff, if you go to like the catering industry, I mean, I can speak for pretty much everybody here. When was the last time we actually posted a review for like a a curry house or a pizza shop, and um, it was a positive review? Yeah. We're so quick to put a negative one on, let alone yeah. a positive. It's it's so just simple true. things. So true, yeah. isn't it? Just to, that that per, like you say in the catering and in the hospitality industry, you know, if you're slaving away cooking meals 
and you don't get any recognition. Or delivering meals. But or delivering meals. Yeah. You the, but the, but people will jump to say, or it was five minutes late, or yeah. you know, it wasn't it wasn't quite cooked the way I asked for it. Honey, we're in a global pandemic. <laughs> it's just and everything just, is going to be okay. You know, give, give let that person. Yeah, I think that's it. I think we've we've <laughs> become we've become so. Um, we just want things instantly. Now, we're, yeah, we? we're, and we're really cyn- we're really cynical. Yeah, we're quick, like you say, you've hit the nail on the head. We're really quick to to criticise, but you know, just take reverse that energy and actually just yeah. let people know when they've done really well and and acknowledge that somebody's put in the effort. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I'm just cautious of the time because it's now it's now quarter to twelve, and you've got places to be. So. <laughs> What I'll do is I'll wrap up the actual music side of this podcast and I'll just throw the floor to you. You know, Is there anything you want to th- add in last minute? Where can we find you on social media? That kind of stuff as well. Yeah. Oh, cool. yeah, great. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that'd be good. So we um, are on all forms of social media and we are N Souvenirs UK because we think that, we don't know who we are in the <laughs> <laughs> So you can find us at N Souvenirs UK. And I would like to take this opportunity to leave a review of the podcast today. And I've had a lovely time. Five stars, 10 out of 10, would recommend to a friend. Absolutely. It's been so lovely to chat to you. <laughs> Thank you, Alex and Lisa. It's been a pleasure talking to you. What I normally do now at the end of the podcast is ask a couple of questions regarding like food and drink and some debatish questions. I don't know if you've listened to it before or seen me on Twitter talking about this. Absolutely. Have, yeah. Now, Jaffa Cakes, to you, are they a cake or a biscuit? <sighs> they're, a, they're a sugary treat, I'll tell you that much. I think they're a cake. I would, I would argue they were a biscuit. So we've got a real division here. In... Oh, well, I think I've just caused grounds for a split up here. Could be, also, we, could, we could be living long distance again. Although <laughs> Who's going to China? A biscuit. Yeah. Is a biscuit something you dip in your tea? I'd say... You wouldn't dip a cake in your... Oh, I would dip a cake I'd... in my tea, actually. Yeah, you... <laughs> I'm really playing with fire there. I would, I would argue that a Jaffa cake is, is too thin and solid to be regarded as a cake. Even though it has cake in the title, I think that's misleading. But it's so. I would I would say it was more like a biscuit. The shape of it, the the kind of dimensions of it, the rigidity of okay, it. Okay, I'm going to put this out there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you had nothing to sleep on, <laughs> right? I've no idea where this is going. <laughs> I've no idea either. Would you rather use? Well, you'd use a Jaffa cake because it's, like it's like a cake and it's way more comfy than like a digestive. Well, obviously there are levels of comfort of biscuit. But I just, that's it. It's a comfort, like a but cake it's still is a, a biscuit. Yeah, but you can't compare a Jaffa cake to a slice of carrot cake. But it's not crunchy. But it's also not soft and cakey. It is soft in the middle. Are you crazy? <laughs> but you could say a, a Jammy Dodger's got a soft, jammy centre. I'm not jammy into a Jammy Dodger. No, no, thank you. We could go. This that you've. Yeah, this I love be, this. I I'd say biscuit. I think I think a good measure of a cake is if you had it. Could I rest my face on that cake and would it be comfortable? And a Jaffa cake would be far more comfortable. This is this is the woman who could sleep anywhere at any time on anything. It's so weird. Oh just, wow! It's true. I love that. I fall asleep instantly. You could, yeah, I'm absolutely. I've never ever 
I've asked this question a couple of times now, and I've never heard the answer before. <laughs> I don't think you ever will again. No. <laughs> I just look at the measure of things. I'm like, could I fall asleep on that? Could I fall asleep on a Jaffa cake? Yes, I could. <laughs> Alex, has that changed your mind? Lisa's. No, it hasn't. It's just confused me even more. <laughs> Second one is Marmite, yes or no? No. No, I wish I've, it was, yeah. I've tried it again recently. I really wish that I could. We we lived with uh, one of the loveliest human beings in the world, Nat oh, Braid, she's so um, in London. Uh, and she is from New Zealand, uh, where uh, Vegemite... And, He's a champion. Yeah, and yeah. She, she eats both Vegemite and Marmite. And there's there are jars and jars of it in the Everywhere. cupboards. And um, we, I recently I said, and she was having it on crumpets and toast. And oh, she'd eat out of it with a spoon. Everything. And we, and I, <laughs> I was like, you know what, maybe I've not tried this since I was a child. Maybe I should give this a go. Maybe my taste buds have, have matured. Maybe it's like, you know, red wine and olives <laughs> and all the things that you were. Uh, no. Uh, no, just no. Just but I still, wish beyond wish I, I did. I, I really like the idea of, behind it. Yeah, I'd love to be one of those people. But, I feel like people that like Marmite have a bit of a superiority about them, yeah. and I just don't have that. But I just, no, no. So we can agree on that? Yeah. It's a no. So we can all agree on. We can all agree. Yeah, good. Excellent. <laughs> the only time, the only time I'll ever, ever eat Marmite, if it's very, very, very thinly spread on toast, and I mean, like, so much that you could just not have it on there. <laughs> <laughs> Last one is... Regarding pizzas, now I told you just beforehand that I work for a certain pizza chain. I'm not going to say the name of the pizza chain no. because no. I talk all about lots of food. Um, pineapple on pizza. Every day. Yes. yes. Good. Next question. Yes. <laughs> Every pizza. Not even not even exclusive to a Hawaiian no. ham and pineapple. We have it with we, we make pizza all the time, don't we? We have it with chorizo. We make the dough. We have, like, we, we properly... We, Pizza from scratch, we love, yeah. and we will put pineapple. We will just Pine we'll chuck the pizza. we'll just chuck the contents of the fridge on a pizza. <laughs> so there is no combination of toppings that we will uh, turn our nose apart. Bit of fennel, we'll put that on. Bit there. of fennel, bit of sausage, bit of bit of tuna, sweet corn, sweet corn everything. Pineapple, but though. we love pineapple on pizza. Is an absolute yes. We will, you know, like in um, uh, a certain supermarket chain. Um, that is an anagram of each other. Um, and sometimes it's very difficult to... Do you know what I mean? I've no, no idea, but let's... Um, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and if you can't find a tin of pineapple, we will continue to look elsewhere. Like, yeah. you'll go... I'll say, like, you need to ask someone where the pineapple is. Oh, yeah, if we, if we decided we're going to make pizza and there's no pineapple in the cupboard, we'll just not bother. We'll have beans on toast. Yeah. Oh, I, so, want, I want to know this supermarket, the anagram of each other. I'm trying to work it I, out. Okay. No idea. I have no idea what... They are, aren't they? Oh, maybe they're not an anagram of each other. No, you, they're you not. Can, you can say the... Lidl and Aldi. Are they anagrams? No, they're not quite. Oh. But... Never mind, we'll cut that out. <laughs> well, Lidl doesn't have um, an A in it. <laughs> oh, yeah, it does. Oh, no, it but doesn't. Yeah, no, it doesn't. They're the kind of, yeah, they're the kind of supermarket that... that... Um, sometimes they don't have the things that you need. Yeah, or and, it's and hidden away. We will then have to go place. to another chain of supermarkets. Other supermarkets are available. Yeah. Um, to then try and hunt down a tin of pineapple. Yeah. And sometimes it's in the baking, sometimes it's not. 
Yeah, the pineapple's always Sometimes it's in the ex exotic aisle from places around the world. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's in like the, the end of the aisle offers. Yeah. It's a real it's a real detective game that we play. It's like somebody doesn't want you to find the pineapple for your pizza. Yeah. That's that's just, that yeah. that is the frustrating thing with Lidl and Aldi. I mean I love the prices. That's oh yeah, favourite yeah. with the prices. And the yeah. middle of Lidl and the centre of Aldi, whatever that one's called. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. spent yeah. hours. Find things you so never knew you needed. Yeah, and still don't need to put thought anyway. We were this close to buying some really fancy um, bed trays, weren't we? You know, oh, like yeah, you like can breakfast have your in bed on. trays. Yeah. yeah. 14 99 I'm guessing. Oh, it's a bargain. Because we all need one. Um... <laughs> But yeah, pineapple isn't a definite yes on pizza. Yeah. All right then, everyone, you heard it here first. Absolutely. We're gonna. We've just lost a lot of fans, probably. <laughs> no, you will we'll have gained some. Pineapple-hating fans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I've had, a, I've had a cough all throughout this episode. It's been really irritating. Uh, you've done really well. Thank you we for coming on. We've never a Yeah, apart from because we're actually talking on FaceTime at the moment, everybody. So every so often I keep turning my head away and it's like <laughs> it's annoying. <laughs> thank you, Alex, and thank you, Lisa, for coming on. It's been a pleasure talking to you. It's been fantastic. It's been so lovely. Thank you so much. We've had a really good time. Yeah, it's been what, great. what I'm gonna have to do is try and organise like a live stream with you on oh. when you release your EP. That would be yeah. amazing. We'd love to do that. Really cool. It'd be a pleasure to have you on. I don't, I don't know whether to do a a actual like a split screen, like what I did with Rachel Selick, yeah. or to have just a takeover. You know, I trust cool. you guys. Cool, we'll have a thing. Quick, quick one before we go. Um, we 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 read that you were born in the West Midlands. Oh, uh, West Bromwich. West Bromwich. Yeah. Lisa's from Birmingham. Well, so Sandwell. It's kind of like the same. <laughs> and and your. Whereabouts around York are you living? I live on the like the south side. I live in a little village between York and Selby. Ah, because I'm from Moulton, between you? York and Scarborough. Yeah, I I used to cycle past Moulton all the time because I used to when I used to live in Leeds. I used to cycle from Leeds to Scarborough all the time. There you go, straight through. Yeah. So yeah, there we go. Small world, small, small world. A small world. It's lovely. It was meant world. to be. <laughs> what was it? What was it like living in Moulton before we go? Uh, great, I love it. It's such a wonderful place to grow up. Really beautiful, rural, in market town. You know, North Yorkshire Moors and the Yorkshire Dales, and you're close to York, beautiful city, and the coast, beautiful parts of the coast. Great um, food, yeah. As well. it's all great artisanal. food. Yeah, great food markets there. Great pubs. Great people. Castle yeah. Howard around the corner. Eden Camp around the corner. Beautiful places to go. Yeah. Love, love going back to Moulton. We love going we back love to Yorkshire. Home, yeah. Um, yeah. You see, you should have just moved straight up to Moulton rather than Cambridge. We should. We should. Right, cancel our plans. <laughs> back up just to Moulton. Move up here just for me. <laughs> Thank. I'll, I need to let you guys go because it's now six minutes to twelve. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. It's been a pleasure, and I'll see you all next time. Take care for now, everybody. Bye bye. That was the Country Chat Podcast. Join Dom next time for exclusive interviews, reviews and general chit-chats on all things country music.